0: all right all right so gabriel you here buddy yep i'm here all right so today or tonight or whatever the fuck you want to call it um topic is love purpose and relationships and for all of this it's just gonna be i want to say personal experiences and what we've come to define a Relationship, love, and a purpose. You good you with that?
1: Yep, that's all good with me.
0: All right, so let's let's hear let's let's hear uh, your thoughts and your experiences, Gabriel.
1: Well, when it comes to relationships, uh, to be honest, I haven't had many. Uh, most of the relationships I have in my life are friendships. Um, most of them have become very close friends of mine. Uh, when you bring up love, the first thing that comes to me is probably my family and things I enjoy to do and then another topic you brought up was purpose and I think that the purpose comes from the love of doing it and what it means to have a relationship
0: all right, all right no big brain, big brain here all right let 's uh what is the most uh meaningful relationship or Anything that you've had that has changed you and um, has, what, what's the word, um, gave you a purpose gave you an outlook to what your purpose possibly could be?
1: Wow, that's a pretty deep question. Uh, to be honest, it would have to be relationship with God and religion. Um, I feel like that's really connected to me to more what my purpose would be. Uh, but if we're going to talk about more so with uh, people in my life per se, it's probably going to be with my my dad and my mom. All
0: right, let's let's talk about your relationship with your your father and your mother. So, what there has evolved or has um, kind of influenced you to look deeper or look into yourself as a person to? to find, I guess, your purpose or what, what, what do you, the question that I have is what is your purpose in life? What do you think your personal purpose is? Like what, what what were do you think you were put on this earth to, um, to achieve and to accomplish or to lead or to guide?
1: I gotcha. So the first thing I want to, I want to go along with this question is I'm going to point out how when we're, you know, born and brought into this world, None of us really know our purpose, you know, Um, throughout life, we, our hobbies change, what we like to do changes, heck, each day things change. So the purpose of each day is always different, right? So in order to have a purpose, it comes with experiences and living a longer life. As of right now, um, one thing that I would like to do is become a psychologist, psychiatrist, um, and help people. I think that's one of the big things I value and I would make my purpose.
0: And how did you, uh, come to realize that this possibly could be your, your purpose? Like what is the, like, what was the most leading experience? Like
1: what, what's the best way to figure out like what your purpose is and how you, you get it?
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. pretty, pretty yeah, much, Definitely. That.
1: Definitely. So one way I would say you find your purpose is you have to first look at like, what you like, what gives you value. And what I mean by that is when you wake up and you do something, what puts a smile on your face? Or and vice versa, what happens if that it doesn't happen and you actually have a frown? So if someone slams a door and is unkind, you're upset, um, that kind of thing. So I would say that one of the ways that you know is by just developing a hobby and a strong relationship to that thing. So I know that when I help people it makes me feel good inside and I'd like to see the results.
0: Okay, okay. All right.
1: If that makes if that makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Um
1: And then what about what about you? What do you think about that? Like personally?
0: Uh which 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 uh
1: just like which, you know something you feel like valuable or Hold dear
0: well, what I hold dear is the friendships that i that I personally make throughout life um, and the friends that I have the brothers that I have that came with me joining the fire service, I guess you could say um, more so I'm, I'm more of a what would you call it a, a social person I'm more so a relationship based guy like I Without relationships, I personally feel like I, 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 life would be a lot harder for me in general. Um, okay. Yeah, that's just something that I've come to realize about myself in my 18 years of life.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Definitely.
0: And uh, what about relationships makes you feel happy? Like, what is... What about a relationship with another human being friendship wise like what's what is something that like um what am I trying to ask here i just I just had my brain kind of left what, what about friendships do you value the most
1: okay, good question so what I value most about friendships is probably being able to rely on someone else um it gives you a deeper sense of connection with someone else which actually helps you discover yourself more in my opinion um when you imply others into your life it allows you to connect more understand more and just get more well rounded and it also helps you figure out more things you like to do or don't like to do
0: okay and but let's just say you you find somebody and a guy, a girl, an it, a thing, whatever you're into. I, I, I don't judge, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think a relate? Do you think now? Now I'm gonna bring this into the topic of love. Do you think okay. the relationship that you have as a friend uh, as a friend could possibly lead to something more and a possible future relationship with the with the woman, the thing, the it, uh he, the, the him, the they, the them, whatever you want to call it.
1: Okay, I got you uh well it's very possible it's also going to depend a lot on what's happening between the two people if they have like-minded goals ideas um you have to definitely understand how what a friendship is and then move on to how it's going to transition to relationship and if that relationship doesn't work out are they still going to be your friend Um, but to sum it up it, it is plausible to expect a relationship from a friendship but it's not going to happen all the time.
0: Yeah, so um, what I've heard is that, and, and I've witnessed a lot of friends get into relationships with their opposite sex that they've been friends with throughout life and for the longest. And people are like, well, you shouldn't do that because it could possibly ruin your friendship. To, personally, I believe to have a relationship with somebody you need to be first friends with. You need to be friends with the person. For example, um, one of my exes, Haley. Um, <laughs> I think you know her, um, hmm. right, right? Am I right, Gabriel, or am I, or, or am I wrong? Um, uh,
1: you're a little right. Yeah, we can go. We'll go along <laughs> with this premise. Yes,
0: definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, one what, what of the things that I've, in the end, have come to realize that our relationship failed, and ended up going down the shitter was. Still there? Um I just lost my train of thought Fuck Oh yeah so friendships Yeah so personally I believe that The reason why it failed In the end was because We didn't truly give time To actually get to know What was that?
1: For like the French friendship to develop, per se. Yeah,
0: so I get like in the beginning, I met her around the t- late twenty sixteen, late twenty, early twenty seventeen, um, at Life Teen actually. And the first time we met was um, she called me a serial killer, which I thought was like, <laughs> wow, that was great. So great
1: way to start a friendship.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just like, holy fuck. Anyways, I was not expecting that. So in the in the coming months, in the coming years, it was really odd. Acquaintance slash friendship. But I would I would lean towards more of a an acquaintance, an acquaintance. No, fuck I can't even. say
1: it. Acquaintances, acquaintanceship.
0: Yeah, they're yeah acquaintanceship. What are, what are, words are so fucking <laughs> complicated, dude?
1: They're just synonyms. Yeah.
0: even more difficult shit. But anyways, um, it was on and off. We didn't really get to know each other. We were more so arguing because that's what crushes did. Apparently, it's argue, kind of like banter with each other. Um, in the end, I it was very difficult. She cut me off every single time we had a disagreement and shit. And next thing you know, um, I think it was 2018. When I left to the academy that I went to was when I was like, you know what, might as well give a chance at this. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be leaving. Here's the address. We should mail each other letters. That's what we did. But it was only a six months of writing back and forth that we actually got to know each other in in a deeper way, but not as as a as an successful level I guess you could say. Okay. And then I got out after the six months. And I think two weeks, three weeks in, we decided, hey, we might as well as turn this into a relationship. Um, and then six months, another six months goes by. And then the relationship at the beginning was pretty decent. And then it turned into a toxic relationship. And I started to realize that, hey, not feeling good and getting a little bit more depressed and getting more anxious and getting more sad, depressed, pretty much. My life was starting to... Just, like a, that
1: just like a mental decline, like a mental yeah. health decline from the relationship.
0: Yeah. yeah, my mental health was at at the peak of the relationship. I want to say three months in was when it was at the peak. And then I started to notice the, the decline in my mental health, the decline in the relationship, became unhealthy. Both, both sides actually.
1: Okay.
0: And the next thing you know, we we, we break up. Um, and th- this is leading into, I guess, another thing is when, when do you know a relationship, friendship, romantic, or whatever you want to call it, turns into a toxic, toxic relationship? And when do you know? When can you realize? Um, how can you notice the flags that go up to notice and take a look, t- take a step back and say hey what's going on here um i don't think this is healthy for me i don't think it's healthy for us in general so should we end the friendship should we should we end the relationship and how how do you how can you identify that the love that you feel for the person isn't actual love it's just toxic
1: okay so if I'm getting at this right, you just want me to elaborate on, like, what are some red flags for an unhealthy relationship?
0: Exactly, exactly. Okay. I mean, it, could, it, it doesn't necessarily, it could be personal experiences that, that you might have or just what you as a person have come to realize and formed opinions about.
1: Yeah, definitely. So one thing I would say is one of the things in a relationship is uh, give and receive. So in a relationship you always have to give up your time um, emotions etc. Yeah. So when yeah. you start realizing that you have to give up more of yourself and it's things that you would not have done before so um I'm not I can't really come up with a good example at the moment but if you start noticing that you're losing yourself to gain someone else that's a good point to to take a step back and say Am I actually loving this person because of who they are and who I am? Or is it just false love or toxic love? If you pick up my drift on that.
0: Yeah, I get that. But hmm, I wouldn't say but. Um What do you think the the, mo- the fundamental difference between toxic love and real love is? Like, like what, what could possibly be the complete difference because i didn't know until it was too late that the love that i had was gone and it just turned into uh right to to more of
1: that fall gotcha gotcha
0: into more of a a pleasure-based relationship
1: so one thing one thing that i would note is do toxic relationships ever turn into real relationships can they turn into real relationships is
0: it yeah like is it possible for a relationship to, for, to go from toxic to healthy and is it yes. and, and is it
1: possible or like a like really problem? really toxic relationship like a relationship that let's say you had in the past is it possible for something like that to go back to normal or yeah. uh, to be if it started that way if it started that way
0: yeah so like if it started toxic could it go to healthy? And if it started healthy, could it go from healthy to toxic to healthy again, and vice versa? Exactly. So that's that's an interesting thing that I've always wondered. Um, I mean, again, we're we're both eighteen, young adults. We we don't know that much, but I mean, if feelings and relationships and stuff in general come into come into part and into Play to form opinions and beliefs, I guess
1: you could say. Yeah, definitely.
0: Hmm. You know, I'm thinking. Yeah, really- I bring,
1: I bring, I bring that up. I bring that up only because, like you said, how how do you know? Basically, is in my opinion, as you mentioned, since I'm young and you know I got a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. I think we, most relationships. Been actually start healthy and then become toxic over time but, because most people don't love someone that's toxic and the relationship isn't that great and then becomes healthy. Statistically speaking, I wouldn't think it's, it's probable for someone to put up with something for so long and then it'd be good. I think most people want the instant gratification of, Oh, I like this. I love this. And then that love becomes false instead of false love becoming real love.
0: So could false love, what is false
1: love right? well, false love is what we're calling a toxic relationship a toxic, and yeah yeah, yeah, so the toxic relationship we still haven't defined, um, I would say a toxic relationship is just one where you're giving yourself up for something that you don't see the points in anymore. you don't see the purpose in the relationship or the love, you just see the products of the love,
0: yeah that that also leads me to question when when as friends or quote unquote friends that a person is with when do you say when when do you say hey this isn't good for us or do you just continue to let the relationship just spiral out of control cuz that's cuz what i've seen is people are afraid to tell their significant other or to tell their friend that it that, that isn't healthy. anymore for But yet they mm-hmm. continue the, they continue that relationship. They continue that friendship until it just go, get it, it hits rock bottom and completely goes to shit and ruins any right. chance of a potential future repairing of the relationship.
1: Okay. So to so pick this up, your big question here is going to be how do I tell someone that it's an unhealthy relationship so later on when it become when we're both more complete and whole and healthier we can become friends have a relationship etc
0: yeah yeah
1: okay um well that's a difficult question uh primarily because every person's relationship is different um every person's different every individual is different but one key thing i would say is Honestly, being honest with them, just let them know what you value and then ask them what they value and, and make a chart in your mind of what you agree on, what you disagree on. And in each subsection, ask yourself on a scale of one to five, how important is this to me? And at the end, everything you disagree on, add it up. So say they don't like the same food as me, right? I put that as a one on the important scale. So that's a one. Okay. Now, let's say they don't like my brother or sister. That's a five because I live with them and I love them, right? Yeah, that,
0: thats family. If you can't get along with my family, then why, why exactly. would you expect me to get along with you?
1: Exactly. So that would be a five importance, right? Mm-hmm. Now well, you'd ask them, you know,
0: a five for me. That would. Oh, oh maybe not five.
1: Okay. Let's assume. I let's assume that for that this would be demonstration.
0: Like, be like an eight or ten for me.
1: Okay. Well, we're grading on a scale of one to five.
0: One to five, okay? I didn't quite hear that part. That's
1: my fault. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, so we're going from one to five, five being the highest importance, one being, eh, I don't really care too much, but, you know, it's just for the demonstration. Okay. okay. So, and then for the last one, since we'll do three, is let's say they don't like my car, blah, blah, blah. And that's a one importance because, honestly, if you have a driver's license or you don't have a car, it, does, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, let's it's, let's, it's, let's look at the two yeah. factors, right? We have one, five, and one. Now, let's say they like your family, but they don't like the food and they don't like the car. We add those up and it's a two importance. Okay, Okay. Anything under three, I would deem as bearable, it's okay, it's not toxic. Yeah. Because the importance of each thing they disagree on isn't that important to you, so it's not going to be that important to them. And even if it was, it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. But let's say we add it up and we say they don't like my family and they don't like my car. That's a six. Anything higher than a five, any five should be like a red flag, like, oh, my gosh, something's going on. They don't agree with something that I would die for or that I live for, etc. Like anything that's a five and they disagree on, you can definitely tell there's something wrong. So I'd say anything above a five is probably concerning. Anything below that is not too concerning. And then you would add those totals up with how many you did. Um, and you circle every five, everything below with the square, et cetera. So just to sum it up, I'd say make a chart in your head or later on and ask yourself, how important is this to me? And how important is it to them? What do we agree on and what do we disagree on?
0: I mean, I, com- I, I agree with that. But like for I'm going to bring this back to what personally for me and also probably lots of other people around there who – value a relationship and value a connection between two people okay it's like for me and I can guarantee lots of other people out there are they're very family and connection emotional connection wise based people How, how do you expect somebody or how could you tell somebody without killing I wouldn't say killing, but like destroying your your values that you hold so strongly, and destroying a relationship Mm -hmm. or getting or leaving a relationship that you know is toxic, but you know if you break apart from them, it's gonna it's gonna be be worse. It's gonna be worse for that individual because they hold the emotional connection, whether it's good or bad, so highly.
1: Okay. Um. Well the thing is is with the relationship you have to ask why they were in the first place and if the relationship was there to fill a void any time you break the relationship off is going to be negative to that person no matter what because they're valuing you at a 5 okay? if we were looking at my my scale um so it's it's never going to be easy to to tell someone hey this isn't working out because relationships normally these days are very intimate long lasting or short lasting but very intimate um, if you catch what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I, totally,
0: I totally catch
1: that. So it definitely becomes harder to tell someone that you don't like them, you don't love them anymore, or it's too toxic. It's never going to be easy because you people give part of themselves away um, and vice versa to that other person. So it's again, it's never going to be easy at all. There's not going to be an easy way to say it that's not going to hurt that person. But you have to look at it in the long run. Of, is it going to hurt more if we stay together? Am I actually robbing myself of my joy and happiness Am I robbing them of life experiences and happiness for someone else um it's it's very long-term oriented of how you can deal with this feelings because again it relationships are really hard to stick with and come by that are long-lasting so the only way to contradict it is to look long-term i would
0: think yeah um oh so that that also kind of brings in Still there, Raph? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. For sure. Did uh, do you uh, hear the question that I
1: asked? No. Um, anything you said in the past 30 seconds, I could not hear
0: at all. All right. Well, um, question I was trying to say or ask was um, – society I feel like society has glorified the what is supposed to be intimate into just a short short term like quick thing and get out and why has Mm -hmm. why has that why is that held more highly than actually giving time to the other person
1: well that's a good question um if we look at it in terms of how a high we have to first look at a, a person's values, morality, and what they, uh, they deem to be worthy of their time. And because people accept social media and society's opinions greater than their own most of the times, it influences the perception, I would say. And because of that, purpose is deemed by love for something, as we said before. But purpose is also, this could be a little bit of a long answer if that's okay.
0: It's yes, We got time.
1: Okay. All right. And then the purpose is tainted by your perception. And if your perception is tainted by society, that love that came from that line of thought is going to be also be tainted. So people will accept something that other people tell them if they believe it. So people have been believing that it's supposed to be intimate or something that was intimate into short lasting Um, it's a summer fling kind of ideal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to steer this towards uh, more of a a religious aspect now on relationships and stuff like that. So let's, uh, real quick, let's, uh, both of us talk about our relationships with God and how that has changed or been made for the better. Let's, Let's start with you, Gabriel, because I know you've, You've been in the, the faith, I guess, longer and spent, from what I've seen, spent longer time developing a relationship with God, correct?
1: Yeah, that, I, I believe so, yeah.
0: All right, so you have more experience in this, and you've had more, I would say, hopefully, more intimate relationships with God. So let's, let's start with that. So how did? when did you start taking your faith a little bit more seriously? And how did that change over time? Evolve, devolve and change your opinions and beliefs on life.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, good question. I'll start with your first one of when I took it seriously was probably, uh, not even until I was probably 15, 16. Um, I remember being a troublemaker in (laughs) religious ed and and whatnot. Um, Honestly, I think that my relationship really started happening when I saw the world around me. You know, you start seeing things differently as a teenager, oh, definitely yeah, when definitely, you hit a high school definitely. environment, um, for me, college as well. You see things in a whole different way than your little nine-year-old, 10-year-old, even 13-year-old self saw.
0: No, that's facts right there, buddy.
1: Um, And, you know, when you read the Bible and all the things, you can definitely understand more things like death, for instance. You know, many people don't understand what death is until they're even older because, yes, we understand we're losing someone, but we don't understand what it feels like. Or maybe most of us don't. At least I didn't at the time. Or love, for instance, like as soon as you hit puberty, that's when emotions and hormones even start happening in the human body, Mm -hmm. um, scientifically speaking. But just first question is, as a teenager, I started uh, becoming more in, in my faith. And then uh, what was your second question?
0: Um, how I'm just going off the top of my head because that's my ADHD I thought. Um
1: oh, okay. How,
0: how has how has the faith changed you or how has your belief changed you and guess,
1: Okay, so like, just like how religion's impacted my
0: myself yeah. and yeah, whether it was how good I it, bad okay. or neither. Just didn't really weigh anything.
1: Okay, so I'll start this off with uh, a little humor. So, um, honestly, at first it was bad, right? Okay. Because if okay. you think about it, the world is, is determined. If, you, if I asked you, you know, how many times have you sinned, you know, oh. in a day, in a month, in a year? Okay, now let's, let's imagine someone who's not even in their faith, not really looking at it. As soon as that hits, it hits like a truck, you know? Yeah. Like, I got to go to confession, I got a whole list, I got an essay. Because yeah. you don't see what you're doing wrong until you know what's right. Of course,
0: of course. But but again, so, how do we part. truly First, know what's part. right and wrong? Like does The only reason why we know what's right and wrong is because society tells us that that's wrong, that's right. That's the only reason why we know what's right and wrong. But again, we as humans could eventually be like, hey, that's right and wrong. Even if there were laws, if there weren't any laws, Right. go, go on.
1: But the- You have to ask yourself, how did society come to terms with what was right and wrong? Yeah. And is it universally?
0: I mean, I feel like even if it was a universe, uh, I wouldn't say it would be universally acceptable or accepted because different countries have different laws that don't apply or we don't have.
1: Like, uh, it's okay to kill someone. I'm pretty sure most countries would say, you know, that's not okay. So we'll we'll go with that. We'll go with that premise of a universally accepted ideal.
0: <laughs> taking another human life that's okay taking any life is unacceptable by all means and i feel like like you just said everybody kind of accepts that as mm-hmm. as uh, law
1: but but then but then the thing becomes is who determined that how do we know
0: i mean again to, bring it to, a, to a religious aspect god was like hey bro yo fam, that's, that's not acceptable right
1: Right, but then people aren't religious and still believe it,
0: and, and, and still believe, yeah, yeah, of course.
1: You know, and then it comes down to you know, is religion pre-installed in people and the ideals of it, or is it just a social construct that we all believe?
0: Yeah, well, a, a common a common uh, thread of religions and mythologies is humans make up something to explain the, why the world why is what the work? Fuck. Humans come up with religion and mythology to explain what they can't explain, and that's, I guess, that would be a common thing against extinct religions and extinct mythologies. But again, um, what I've noticed is that a lot of these most prod- very prominent religions, I guess you would say, is Christianity. Um, Islam and all these other ones. I forget, I forget the, the actual name, what they are. There's p- plenty of other ones that, that aren't necessarily religious, but are, um, what you call it. Like
1: a belief or. A belief.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, Buddh- Buddhism. I don't think that's like an actual religion. It's just more of a, a path pathway. I guess you could say. Okay. But again, for, for both of us, um, Catholics right that that's what we are led to believe and it's universally accepted by pretty much every Christian that this is the way it was and this is this isn't like any other religion that has been extinct or any mythology. it's uh considered fact I wouldn't say fact but like it's it's real God's real Jesus was real stuff like that mm-hmm. but anyways go on let's uh hear about more about your story I guess
1: uh remind me what i was talking about again
0: um how religion and your beliefs shaped you as a person
1: okay yeah and your, your
0: relationship uh, with god pretty much
1: yeah um so like i said developed more so when i was a teenager um it really was at first bad because i realized all the wrongdoings all the things i should be doing more so the things i should be doing um and then it impacted my life greater at the end because, again, I saw if I didn't value helping people from my religion, I probably wouldn't want to be a psychiatrist or get smiles when I help people, but um, it impacted me good. And then how it actually happened was coming to terms with, with more so myself and what I believed um, because, you know, religion, you have to actually believe it. And with belief has to have action. So I actually had to change myself um, more so than if I didn't. Okay. But overall positive impact on myself.
0: Alright. And 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 would you say your relationship with God has changed your physical relationships with other people and have led to better experiences or worse experiences or pretty much even experience? Well, uh,
1: I would say it's always going to be better, uh, mostly because I believe that most relationships have to model or have to have God-centered relationships. Um, so, for instance, I probably wouldn't marry someone or date someone that didn't have their same religion or ideals solely because if all physical things fail, I would always have something spiritual to back up on
0: okay. Um, okay.
1: or have spiritual foundation, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I get that. So, like, if something went so it would benefit, wrong, yeah, you could turn back to a relationship that you know will always be there. Am, um, I, if I you think something? about it,
1: how many times... Yeah, you, you're you good with that. Because another way of looking is everyone can turn back to God, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, No matter what they do, how they do it. If we look at that like a relationship, forgiveness is a big thing that many relationships don't have.
0: Oh. Or they okay. have
1: regrets. Okay. If you have... If, if you have God as a sense of relationship and model your life with him over the relationship, think about each time your significant other does something wrong, you can be like, okay, it's not a big deal. Try to model Jesus through that so that you can be more forgiving, understanding, you know all the things that we value in our religion. Okay. That makes sense.
0: That makes sense. Is there uh, anything else you wanted to add? Any other um, questions you've
1: had? Not really, not too much. Um, I guess I can ask you how your night's going or morning.
0: Um, well, it's going. Um, two rippets a bang and two Red Bulls into my night. So, uh, <laughs> a
1: lot of cash. Yeah, it
0: is a lot of cash. So if I have a heart attack or some sort of cardiac issue, um, it's caffeine's fault. Definitely not mine. But um, anyways, Gabe, it's been a pleasure, and we should do this more often. And
1: uh, Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, no problem, my dude. No problem. Hope you have a nice evening, and stay safe.
1: All right, you too. Have a good night.
0: You as well.